This is Aligned Designs, the show about creating a life of ease and flow and encouraging women to be 100% authentically themselves by following their inner authority and practicing transparency and vulnerability. This is the place where you can collect all the tools to help you construct your best life through the lens of human design. Here's your host, Allison Cullen. Welcome back to the Aligned Designs podcast. I'm super excited to have y'all here and super excited to have one of my friends and fellow female business owners to come on and share her story. So Alexandria, we met probably a year ago or so. Sadly, because of the pandemic, we haven't been able to meet in person yet. So she's down in central Texas, Austin area, and I'm up in Dallas, but we have a lot of things in common. And she also, I've just learned a little bit more about her healing journey, her journey in physical healing, mental and spiritual healing, and such a beautiful journey, not only to follow along on Instagram, which I'll totally put Alexandria, I'll put your Instagram handle below so people can follow you and sort of follow along that way. But I really wanted to have you on this podcast so that our listeners can learn a little bit more about you, learn about what you've been through, learn, maybe get some resources from you and just basically act as an expander of somebody who has taken control over figuring out the best journey of healing for you and not just like done what other people told you to just because you like did your own research. And I just think that that's so freaking powerful and commendable. I just wanted people to hear from you. So tell us a little bit more about you. Tell us about what has been going on the past few years. And I'll just sort of let you take the mic right now. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate that. And I'm thankful that I'm able to even just tell my story. It's It's definitely a unique one, (laughs) but I know that there's a lot of people that go through the same thing that I have went through the past couple of years. At the point that I was at May of 2019, this was just before the pandemic, I found myself in this position of being ill and I wasn't sure what happened, but I know that it felt like the stomach flu and I knew I had never really experienced anything like it. I wasn't one that you know, growing up, I got the stomach flu. I mean, had a virus or two, but it wasn't anything that I couldn't maintain or get a shot for or whatever the case may be. But in this case, I went to the doctor, I told them my symptoms and they basically said, okay, we're going to put you on the brat diet, which is basically banana rice, applesauce, toast, you know, do that for a few days. You should be feeling better. Well, I wasn't. And so I went back to the ER to a different ER this time. And I said, hey, you know, per the instructions of urgent care, I did what they said. I'm not feeling any better. Can we get some testing done? Can I get a CT scan on my stomach? Something. They told me, no, it causes cancer and we can't do it. I asked them twice. They said no. So I I was refused that test. And so I said, well, I'm going to just try to go back and figure this thing out. Well, I continued the brat diet for a while even after the instructions. I think I was probably on it for maybe like two weeks or so, just brat diet. And I said, okay, this isn't working. So I went back to the ER again. I went to my primary care physician 
and I spoke to a doctor there and they put me on a diet of no acidic, no fried, no spicy food in addition to the brat diet. So, and he gave me a little bit of, I think it was a meprazole or something like that to take. Which is I, an antibiotic? Well, a meprazole is a PPI. It basically, it's an antacid. Purple pill. Yes. Exactly. Basically, yes. <laughs> and so I started taking that. It took about five days for it to hit the system. And when it did, it did more damage than good. So I was back in the ER again now because my stomach is on fire. But every time I ate some sort of food, it literally burned from the time that I swallowed to the time that it came out. And it was just, it was just pure mayhem. I couldn't breathe on the medication and I was trying to still go back and forth to work. So I had to make it work. And I literally was sick every day. And mind you, we're now going into a month of being sick and there's no resolution. You know, explained to my PCP, I went back to the PCP and I, I told him, I said, look, this medicine, I don't know what it is, but it's not working. We're going to have to figure something out. So they scheduled me to go get an endoscopy and I did go through that process. They found that I had gastritis and that I had GERD, but that's all they could see. And they didn't say whether or not it was severe enough to where I could even get a sort of antibiotic or to find anything else that could link an antibiotic to that. So they gave me pantoprazole this time, which is another antacid. It just kind of snowballed from there. It did not get any better. And I wasn't able to hold food down through this entire time. So I literally was, was really having a hard time. At that point, I got fed up and I said, you know what? I'm going to have to start taking matters into my own hands because I know that by this time I had seen at least six doctors in a matter of a month and a half going into two months. And it just wasn't allowing me that kind of healing that I needed in order to further along and get myself together. So I said, well, you know what, let me figure this thing out. So with my time off from work, I started literally doing my own research to figure out what is gastritis? What is GERD? What is, what is this supposed stomach issue that I have? Because now it's not just the stomach issue. I'm starting to have headaches. I'm starting to get the, the side, you know, the really bad symptoms where I'm, I'm very weak. I can't function. My hair is falling out. My teeth, as a matter of fact, started to shift. That's scary. Yes. My teeth started to shift. I had one in the front that was almost loose. Wow. I literally started to just panic at that point because now we're going into not just two months. Now it's starting to roll into four months, five months. I'm losing weight because I can't hold food down. I went from a healthy 157 to hundred pounds. So it was really, really bad. And I was just shedding weight. I was too shaky to do anything. I was too weak to go anywhere. I had to depend on my sisters to go get my groceries and things like that. And it was just bad. It was bad. I couldn't sit in traffic just to hold a simple conversation. I would lose my train of thought. I mean, brain fog was horrible. I could not function as a regular, normal human being anymore. And I really started to get scared. So I said, you know what? I know that even in seeing these doctors, I'm going to have to figure something out. So I literally went to YouTube and I started Googling and also Googling people like Dr. Amy Myers, who is 
here in Austin. Well, she was here in Austin. I think she's in Santa Fe now, but Dr. Josh Axe, Jordan Rubin, which is his partner in the business. I just literally just started getting knee deep into getting myself back to healthy, finding different foods that I could hold down or maybe, you know, different smoothies that I could use to heal the gut, started learning about gut health. I didn't know anything about this stuff. I didn't even know. I'm thinking you got one stomach, it's going to have to function. You know, you're good, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. And just learning about how sensitive our stomachs really are, really got me on a health kick. And I really just took matters into my own hands and started going to the farmer's market instead of eating conventional produce, switching it to organic, you know, just little subtle changes like that that got me to the point where I'm able to literally sit here on the phone with you and actually be able to tell the story because I'm telling you, it has, it's been one heck of a journey, (laughs) I must say, but with the research that I did, I'll send you some of the links that I have that you have that to share, but it's, it's been one heck of a journey, just going back and forth to different doctors and learning a lot more about my situation. Where do you stand now? I know that you've made huge improvements and people yes. just like your before and after pictures on Instagram and all of that, but where do you stand now? And what, what things are you doing right now for your physical health and mental health and, and all of that kind of stuff? Well, I am 42 pounds heavier. Yay. So I'm, yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> I have been maintaining exercise, take baby steps. I definitely put my health in focus. I became flexitarian. People don't know what that means. (laughs) It's basically when you go plant-based, but you're still incorporating a few meat byproducts. They're like you you drink bone broth. You may have an occasional piece of salmon for the Mm omega-3s, or you may have a pasture-raised egg or or two, but it's not on a, a regular basis. Now here lately, I've added a little more meat than I probably should have, but <laughs> that was the main thing that I, I did for diet wise, making sure that I'm still working on this part, but getting more sleep. If I feel like I need to take a nap during the day, making sure I can do that, making sure that I'm getting that proper rest, because that is another thing that heals the body too, is making sure that you get the proper rest, taking the time to be in my own solitude. I know a lot of times, depending on whether or not you have kids, that might be a hard thing to do, but solitude does help as well. Just staying still, allowing your, you know, your body to naturally go through the healing process. And mind you, I've been doing this now for the past two years. Yeah. So it's a lengthy journey. I'm not going to sit and say that it's going to be right away, or you're going to see immediate results because you do have to be consistent and making sure that you keep those things going. And because I'm a Christian, I do pray. That was a big thing too for me was praying through it because there was a lot of times I did have lonely days where I wasn't able to maybe reach out to my sisters. Maybe they were away for a while or gone for the weekend or what have you. I had to you know, make sure that I had that focus on, on God to get me through as well. I'm like timeline wise, you said it was May or June of 2019? It was May, 2019 when I got sick two years now. Okay. So you started this journey before COVID and everything happened. And I'm just thinking that, let me know how this, I'm sort of talking to everybody about this lately, since we're now at a point, this is going to be coming out in June, 2021. And we're at a point where we're slowly coming out of this and back into 
but I'm talking to people about like looking at the positives and negatives of 2020 and the pandemic and, and all of that kind of stuff. What were some positives for you that actually helped in this healing journey of like you were saying before, like being able to have a little bit more time alone, be able to work from home, like those kind of things. What, talk about some of the positives. Absolutely. Definitely goes back to what you just mentioned, it, especially the work from home, not having to be in Austin traffic because good God from Zion, it can get bad here. I don't know how it is in Dallas, but it is really, really rough here. Austin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> having the ability to work from home, being able to get the rest that I needed in intervals, because I know like with lunch break, I was able to kind of lay across the bed, get a good 30 minute nap in before I started my shift or before I needed to go run to the kitchen and grab something to eat. It, of course, that leads me into having access to my refrigerator, Yeah, being able to cook your own food. You can kind of determine what you're putting in it, how much salt, how much sugar, and I, that was another thing that I kind of went on a, a trip on was learning a diff, you know, different recipes that I could have on hand that I could pull from that I knew that my body could use. So that definitely helped a lot. Being able to meal prep and have that right accessible was awesome. Wear and tear on the car because I mean, I wasn't using it anyway. So yeah. that was something that helped a lot. <laughs> Things like that, making sure that I was in a, a good personal space because I know when I went to work, I got ridiculed a lot because of the weight loss. You know, it was, you know, sometimes it'd be like, damn girl, how much weight you gonna lose? You know, people were really cruel. They didn't know why I was losing it. They just knew I looked different from the person that they saw. So that humiliation that I faced being at home, it allowed me to be able to keep calm and not have to worry about the, the outside influences, if you will. So it definitely helped a lot. There was a lot of positives to COVID-19 and that was definitely one. Yeah. I'm just looking at, so Alexandria and I have gone over her human design chart a little bit, which is really cool. And just so you guys know, we always profile human design profile, <laughs> all of the guests on here. She's a manifesting generator, a six, two with emotional authority. And she has an entirely open crown center. And that's something I wanted to sort of talk about. So when your top chakra center is your crown center, and that is your direct line to God. And what's really cool about that is people who have that totally open really are much, it's like, there's no barriers there between them and God. It's like just this one being, which is such a gift. Not everybody has that. So you're very lucky that you have that <laughs> one downside that can come from that is just like mental anxiety there's so much information coming in and that you're processing it, that it's just can be overwhelming. So a lot of times people with open crowns suffer from anxiety, regardless of if they have technology or anything else. It's just like this river of stuff coming in from divine to your head. Talk to us a little bit about that, what that feels like, any tips you have for people who might also have that, that open crown. What does that look like for you? Oh man, you hit the nail on the head. Having that, that anxiety is really tough, especially if you're going through having an undiagnosed disease. Your mind goes 50 different ways. The biggest thing for me in that case was to really focus on what was important. And that took me writing things down 
I literally right now have post-it notes everywhere. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I probably could build a house with the post-it notes I have, but I, I really, really wanted to make sure that I was getting the, getting maximum results with the time that I had. So what I did was I wrote everything down. I have books. I have, you know, I, I had a food journal for a while. I kept one of those. I would screenshot it, whatever I could use to take the pressure off of my mind to, to remember those things, I use that. And that helps a lot, especially with me having anxiety, because I do suffer from that. Sometimes even if I step outside the door, it's like instant thoughts are coming in like, well, okay, well, what if this, ha what if this happens? What if this, you have to slow it down. And I literally learned that taking that deep breath really helps a lot. And then I think uh, Mel Robbins talks about the, the five second rule. I use that a lot as well, that five, four, three, two, one, and okay, all right, we got this. Just making sure that you stay centered as much as you can. Yeah, really staying grounded. Serial energy going on up there, it's just what, it's- <laughs> Absolutely. Oh no, you're fine. I'm, I'm an overthinker, so I have to, and I'm overly analytical about things, so I have to really, I have to really pull it in, because then what ifs, and who did, and well, why come it, it'll, it'll eat you alive for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what spiritual lessons have you learned over the past two years? To fully rely on God. That is the best way I can put it. It's the shortest way I can put it, but fully relying on God in this time, I lost a lot. I had to really get to a point where I put the focus where it mattered and it wasn't on people. It wasn't on the disease. It wasn't on anything other than the Lord, because he was the one that pulled me through that. He was the one that was going to continue and has continued to pull me out of that. I must say a lot of times, even with the pandemic, I think a lot of people were into the hustle and the bustle of getting this done, getting that done, making sure the kids were square, making sure this is done, getting, getting to and from the job. It brought us to a point to where we really needed to sit and focus on what indeed was important. And that relationship with God is so key because without it, I don't know where I would have been. Yeah. Because I did not have anyone physical other than my sisters and maybe my best friend that I could really rely on for support and for that, I don't know the word is fleeing right now, but it, just having that focus and that comfort in knowing that it's this too shall pass, mm -hmm. you'll be fine, take it a day at a time, take it a second at a time if you need to, just keep focus on the fact that you do have you have me here. You know, the Holy Spirit had to let me know I'm, I'm here for you. I live here. We're just going to have to make sure we get some, some proper detoxing going and you can make sure that we get you on, on the right path. And, and I'm thankful to God for that. Really, I am. That's been such a journey for me too, is the surrender, I guess. Yes. Just like the hour by hour surrender if I am like grasping things of like what I want, how exactly I want things to go, how I think things should be, then I am not letting divine give me anything. Like exactly. there's nowhere to flow through, right. right? So if you like release 
And full disclosure, I'm still learning this on an hour to hour basis. So when I teach about things I'm, or coach other people about things, I'm like, well, that was something that I needed to hear myself and that I needed to coach myself on, which is just how we are as humans. Like none of us is perfect and we're all continuously learning and whatever. But like surrender is one of the hardest things. Yes. And one of the most fulfilling things once and honestly miraculous things once you do it. So one other quick thing I wanted to touch on, Alexandria's a fellow 6'2 profile. And for those of y'all who have sixes in your profile, basically what that looks like is you're the role model type and your life is sort of divided into three chapters. And this looks different for everybody, but like your first about 30 years is a time of experimenting and just trying all the things and whatever. And then once you hit around 30, you sort of start slowing down a little bit and like gathering information and figuring out your, like looking back to past experiences, looking at current experiences and how seeing how you can gain wisdom from it. And then your last part of your life, which starts at like 50 or 60, we're the same age. So this is fun. Right. Going to be fun to watch over the next decade <laughs> or so. But once you become like around 50, it might be earlier for you. Who knows? You are like the ultimate role model and expander for people. And you're already that for a ton of people too. But like, this is like on a like global level. So I'm excited to watch what's going to happen. I just feel like it's, it's been a terrible illness and sickness and like not a fun thing to go through at all. And we all have different things we're dealing with, whether it's a physical thing or a mental thing or what spiritual illness or whatever. But it's going to be so amazing to see how you, A, how you've resourced yourself and done that on your own and gotten things and resources and information you need, but how you continue to gather all of this wisdom and then start spreading it throughout the world and honestly being like a really famous scene role model in our world is going to be really cool. So I'm, I'm excited to watch that, that unfold for you because you have like a huge testimony, a huge, amazing story already. I hope that it's easier for you in the years to come easier physically. Right. And all of that, that, you know, I know that you still have some ways to go for, for improving your health, but I hope that it's an easier road for you from here on out. And that it's something where you find a ton of fulfillment and purpose and joy and passion and being a manifesting generator. I'm excited to watch you sort of like put on more of these hats because MGs are supposed to wear a lot of hats and like be excited about all the different things in life that they're pumped up about. And you don't have to worry. I always tell MGs, you don't have to worry about like niching down into like a certain be like, oh, I just have to pick one thing. No, you're allowed to do a lot of stuff. So I'm excited to watch you do all of that. Y'all definitely give Alexandria, Lexi, Alex. Those are the three names. <laughs> follow on Instagram so you can continue to watch her and feel free. I'll tag a few of the resources that you mentioned as well as your Instagram account, but feel free to DM her directly to talk through any of these resources. If yourself or a friend or family member is going through a 
health crisis that sounds sort of similar, even if it's not gut related, it's weird because most diseases that we don't know a ton about always end up back gut related, right? That's where it all starts. And she's just a wealth of knowledge. So thank you so much for joining us on the Align Designs podcast. I know that so many people just enjoyed hearing your story and are are excited to connect with you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. See y'all next time. Thanks for listening. For more Align Designs and to connect with Allison, go to aligndesigns.co. A production of the Sound Off Media Company.